The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Hello and welcome hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network i'm your host here ryan gilbert joined as always my co-host joel meyer how we doing tonight joel i am doing conflicted i am conflicted because on the one hand the bears finally won a football game on the other hand the bears finally won a football game and uh, that hurts their draft stock uh, so you know it's good to get a win a dominant win. I mean, uh, at least in the first half, 27 to three. And then of course you had to stave off another collapse, just like on Sunday against the Broncos. Uh, but yeah, they did despite getting a bunch of injuries in the second half and uh, letting the offense of the commanders go up and down the field. Bears hold on. So whatever, we'll take the win. Uh, they're, they're uh, hard to come by these days. So uh, we'll worry about the draft stock uh, in the summer. Yeah, I, I I am shocked with this outcome here. I mean, I'm, I'm a very casual football football fan, but I know I know the Bears are doing quite poorly. And the Commanders, I mean, they were if Ron Rivera went through the two point conversion against the Eagles, they get that, and then they're coming to this game with with momentum. It could be be four and one instead of two and three now for for the Commanders. Yeah, DJ Moore, I'm seeing three three touchdowns. That that that, that that's amazing for for the Bears. I'm I you know what I'm I'm kind of happy for Bears fans, but I also understand that like if you lost this game, it would have just been like okay straight tank let's just get the first pick again exactly right um but good thing we also have the panthers first pick and they're 0 four or two so uh, we'll have uh two bullets to fire with two two uh very good bullets um most likely yeah and ron vera he yeah he, he's an idiot in terms of um you know going for two take the taking the points so to speak again he instead of going fourth and short here he kicked the field goal uh, when they were down 16 to, to make it 13, like uh, towards the end of the third quarter. So, yeah, it's it's uh, I don't think he's long for um, uh, the commander's job. He's he's going to be done pretty quickly, I think. Yeah, well, although they got, they got the enemy right there, ready to, ready to step in. Um, I, I missed this football game. I was at the uh, Flyers preseason game again tonight. And you know what? I mean, the Flyers played pretty much their opening night lineup, most likely. And it was the Islanders like B-ish team. So I, I will say that I understand that. But the Flyers looked fucking good tonight. The Flyers were first to almost every puck. Nick Delorier scored a goal. Morgan Frost had a few points. Travis Konechny a goal and assist. Carter Hart played well. Like, I know this is like uh, against a, a mid team we just talked about that wasn't playing any of like its top line. But they were looking good. They're, they're starting to make me believe a little bit, which is unfortunate because they're not going to win the cup. A playoff birth i guess would be would be fun to be fun to get in the dance again but there, there's there's no realistic realistic expectation so you do kind of do want that tanking but you know what H- hockey's fun again in philadelphia and that's all you, all you can kind of ask for here yeah no doubt um uh, maybe your flyers have a chance this year maybe if you actually buy into preseason stuff which i don't recommend doing 
I don't know. It, 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 it is fun, though, to have, have some sort of hope and optimism again in Philadelphia. Um, yeah. Uh, also, make sure you check out uh, other shows on the network. There's all sorts of stuff going on over on the website, sportsgroundpodcast.com. Check out all of their shows. We've got a bunch of football shows, uh, baseball going on in the playoffs now. Phillies clinched last night, so uh, they're going on to face the Braves. That starts on Saturday, so be looking out for the MLB Gallon Podcast there and May Gallon Podcast with our boy Jeff Fox, of course. Check that out. And make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gallon Podcast where you listen to your podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple or Spotify. Make sure you turn on those auto-downloads so you get the episodes in, the, in your feed as soon as they are published. Uh, and follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN and get in the Discord, uh, SG.PN slash Discord. Tons of good stuff going on in there. And uh, a little bit of more more news out of Anaheim here. You know, we had uh, Trevor Zegers signing, and now they have Jamie Drysdale agreeing to a three-year deal with the Ducks at $2.3 million AAV. Joel, what are your uh, initial thoughts on this one? Well, he, uh, you know, Jamie Drysdale has been a name that's been – um past rally he's been hyped for a long time he went high in the 2020 draft i think uh, and uh, but he hasn't really broken out yet so that's why this deal is taken as long as it has and in the end i think uh he's probably getting um i don't know maybe a little too much considering he hasn't really done anything yet to 2.3 million for what was it uh, two years or three years did you say three years yeah three years yeah okay I guess that's that's better for the Ducks than, um, yeah, they'll get three years for him to prove himself, prove that he's worth the hype that he started in the, 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 his career with. But uh, he hasn't shown anything yet, so that's why this, this number is a little low. And that's why uh, I guess it took so long, right? If um, Maybe they wanted more, but uh, I don't think he's deserving of more. So, yeah, he's, he's, I think he's going to develop – He's still uh, pretty young, and uh, there's a lot of uh, road ahead of him, so I, I think that he'll be a decent player going forward. But for now, the, the, I think the Ducks probably won this deal. And, I mean, not really, but th- the three years is nice, but they did pay him a little, a little bit too much. But I think the Ducks can afford him, especially, uh, yeah, he's tied along with uh, Zegers, right? So they'll, they'll come up um, at the same time. So, yeah, it's, it's – uh, a little much for now, but the third year, I think, makes a difference, makes it good for the Ducks. Yeah, I, I'm reading here the comments on both sides saying, oh, what a, what a great deal for Drysdale holding out. I got to do what he wanted, but also being like, oh, look, the Ducks doing it again here. Another great deal for them. So, yeah, it matters. It just matters which kind of point of view point of view you have on it. Yeah, I think $2.3 million is probably fair for Drysdale. Give him the third year. He, he's you know, he's one of, the, one of these guys. He, he missed most of last year, all but eight games, I think, with a— Forget where the injury was, but he missed the full season. Uh, had uh, 32 points in 81 games the year before his rookie year. And uh, in honor of Talon not being here, he's one of these uh, COVID year guys. He was drafted in 2020, sixth overall. So he's had his development, you know, stunted a little bit. Also, playing in Anaheim definitely can't help him. So, uh, yeah, I think it's probably he only played a, a fi- eight games last year. Eight games last year. I think he had maybe a shoulder injury. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure what it was, but it was wow. it was early on, yeah. Uh, I thought torn, it was more torn labrum. He, he, yeah, out out four to six months, like late late October. Okay, okay. Well, I guess he has a, a better excuse than what the, than what I was saying. So, yeah, that that makes it. Uh, I don't know if if he makes a full recovery and all that, which which I'm sure he will. Then uh, that, yeah, that's even better for the Ducks, I think, because yeah, you you can't excuse. Uh, um, considering the fact he missed basically a whole season, you can excuse that he hasn't 
become that uh, top pairing guy yet. Yeah, it's it's tough to see defensemen drafted at a high just completely bust out. Like at the very least, it'll be like a, a second pair guy, maybe a third pair guy. But I think someone someone with with Drysdale's skill set and and you know he's not not too big at five eleven, but someone that that can be as good as good as him. I think he's a, a fair deal here at two point three million. Um. Sure. All right. Uh, we're brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to every event near you, with killer deals and last-minute tickets in their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. Uh, the Game Time app is fantastic. They got flash deals, last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. They give you the images of the seat view so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy the tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you are set. The tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, we, we started this over uh, over a month ago with the uh, lowly ducks and, and sharks over there in the Pacific Division. Now we're going all the way to the top of the Metropolitan here, uh, starting with the Devils. What do, you, what do you got coming out of New Jersey, Joel? Well, speaking of Hall of Fame bets, uh, one that would have been a Hall of Fame bet was my Devils 101 to win the Cup last year. I mean, uh, still served me pretty well, but uh, unfortunately, it, it they uh, you know went out in the second round and all that. But uh, yeah, the Devils have been improving metrically the past few years, um, but they they still fell short of potential due to their poor shooting percentage and horrific goaltending. But last year, the Devils finally put it all together. Uh, finishing a point shy of the division winners, the Hurricanes, and then losing to them in the second round. Uh, so what were once a, wrong, a young, raw team that were easily frustrated when things weren't going their way, they, they became a resilient group that finally realized a strong kind of chemistry. Things started clicking. Hughes, Bratt, Heeshear, Mercer, the young core of this team stepped up, finally delivered. Moreover, uh, Dougie Hamilton continued to play at an elite level alongside the exceptional defensive defenseman Jonas Siegenthaler. Uh, in that, Vanacek had an up-and-down year, but uh, they might have something in the 23-year-old Akira Schmidt to win a couple heaters down the stretch and uh, perform pretty well in the playoffs, too. Uh, relieving, in fact, Vanacek, who's, who struggled there. Um, Lindy Ruff started the season by hearing Devils fans chanting, Fire, Lindy, to finishing the season as a Jack Adams finalist. That that pretty much sums up the Devils' roller coaster experience the past few years. So, yeah, this, this was a team that... Uh, that uh, served me well, that I've become rather fond of, and uh, I love the way they play. They're, they're, they're speedy um, uh, young players and all that. It's, it's very fun to watch. Um, and then thankfully, their, their goaltending stepped up a little bit so that it wasn't just, uh, you know, five, four losses all the time. Like in years past, 
But uh, yeah, so if I, I would say it's a successful season because they finally got these guys to to come together and uh, everything clicked. And um, this this isn't uh, they they went from losers, perennial losers, all of a sudden to one of the con- uh, best contenders in the league. I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think that is definitely a successful season considering their uh, the years before. Yeah, uh, all loyal listeners know my big rivalry with the uh, New Jersey Devils. I I hate how how quickly they've gotten so good i mean they 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 had some some struggles there but they they got they got jack hughes back now he's been you know a, a superstar pretty much not even emerging anymore he's 99 point season last year nico Heischer finished second for the selkie with 80 points 31 goals dougie hamilton has you know that's worked out for them jesper bratt's become like a legitimate player dawson mercer too only only 21 years old last year they were getting just contributions up and down the lineup they like you said, they finally found their goaltending. They gave up on Mackenzie Blackwood, who had an 8.93 save percentage last year. Got got Schmidt at 9.22, Vanacek 9.11. So you know, I mean, they were just they, they, last year was about finding themselves, and they almost found themselves, you know, in in first place in the Metropolitan Division. They they, they completely outperformed their point total of 89 and a half to go up with 112. I mean, you said they they finished one point shy of the Metropolitan Division. Uh, title and and for a while it looked like they were good. It, it would not have surprised me if if they got it. So yeah, last year was absolutely a, a success for the Devils, who are now set up to be contenders for the foreseeable future. Right. As for the off season, Tom Fitzgerald continues to kill it as the Devils GM, getting tied to Foley, who graded as the Flames' best player last year for so little, was a masterclass of a trade. Then signing Timo Meyer and Jesper Bratt to very reasonable long-term deals, which sets them up brilliantly for the future, especially considering the insane contracts they already have Hughes, Heischer, and Siegenthaler signed to. They did lose uh, Damon Severson and Ryan Graves, but they were expendable given how loaded the Devils are with quality defensemen, and they they cost too much anyway. Uh, but speaking of being loaded on, on defensemen, another low-key decent deal was signing Kevin Ball, to a two-year, $1 million deal. He only played 42 games last year, but looks to be a very capable depth defender and only 23 years old still, so plenty of room left to grow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you can't uh, do any... any um, you can't grade him any worse than A-, minus. so A-, minus A, something like that. I think that this was a, an excellent offseason for the Devils. Yeah, for, for, for a few years there, it, it was a running joke, you know, for, for Flyers fans, that, like the Devils won the offseason again, but then the, in the season, they, they would just fall flat. I mean, they, they did well in the offseason last offseason. I think this offseason, like you said, was was probably an A, was one of the one of the best out there. We didn't even mention Timo Meyer as a part of last season. You know, trading for him was was a big step to show that the, the Devils were like for real. They, they went out, they got one of the biggest guys on the market, and they were able to extend them uh, this offseason with a pretty reasonable deal for them i think 8.8 million is, is not bad at all also have jack hughes locked up for that uh the Toffoli trade was was fantastic got another another you know middle six winger he could could even play top six minutes if he has to there he, he has the experience down the cup winner uh he could he could put the puck in the net that, that's what you want to see yeah the, their, their defense is set up obviously with jack hughes up and coming kevin ball seems to be a, a fine depth guy yeah, they have Siegenthaler, they have Marino there, Dougie Hamilton, obviously, anchoring everything. So, yeah, the, the Devils once again had a fantastic offseason, and they're going to be even better this year. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, so, yeah, given, uh, you know, the longtime listeners, uh, if, if they're familiar with, with what I've I've said about the Devils in the past, and given what we've said about them in this episode, uh, it shouldn't be surprising to hear that we have very high expectations for this team. The highest of 
any team, in fact. Uh, 110.9 points we project them to get. Um, maybe that's a touch high, but uh, I'm sticking to it. Uh, it's just uh, when you look up and down this lineup, there's no weakness. Just studs all over the place, both forwards and defensemen. Given how much star power the Devils possess now, plus all their depth, this is a team that can and will impose their will, playing fast as fuck hockey, incapable of outscoring any team. There is also immense potential even still from their youngest players. We all know how high I am on Luke Hughes. think he'll be a meaningful contributor right away. But beyond him, there's uh, Alexander Holtz, who can hopefully play better after getting his feet wet last year. Uh, Chase Stillman is yet another first-rounder on this team, just 20 years old. He could help out. Then there's last year's second overall pick, Simone Nemec, who looks primed to make the team out of training camp, giving them yet another option on defense. Um, so, yeah, given all this talent and all the upside with so many of their players, the Devils have everything in front of them and are one of the cup favorites for a reason. The two weaknesses we can think of would be uh, the questionable goaltending and lack of playoff experience still, but uh, going to a Game 7 with the Rangers last year and winning it will then do them worlds of good on that front, plus bringing another guy who's done it all in Tyler Toffoli, who had more character and leadership when it matters. Uh, he always delivers in the playoffs, too. And, yeah, having two in line for the, the whole season now will will certainly help. I mean, yeah, I think that they have the best top six, top nine in the league. And uh, then you look at their defense, I mean, there's a bit of question marks because Simone Nemec and Luke Hughes haven't played much, no, not at all in terms of uh, in Nemec's case. But, uh, yeah, so the bit of a risk uh, giving them so much trust early on to replace um, Severson and, and Graves. But I, I think that they can do it given how much, uh, you know, how much pedigree uh, Luke Hughes has. And, of course, Mo Nemec has been uh, impressive, too. And then in, in uh, Slovakia, I think, uh, don't, <laughs> I could be wrong. I think it's Slovakia. But, uh, yeah, uh, he's, uh, yeah, second overall pick for a reason. And I yeah, he's he's looking good so far at camp. So I I think that they can step right in and be a meaningful contributor. So yeah, we, this is a team that uh, I think is. I mean, we have them rated right right alongside the Canes. So at a plus two fifty or whatever it is there that for the division that that's that's what I'd be looking at. Um, I don't know what what's the points total at 105 and a half. Yeah. Yep. I would bet the over on that, and of course. Um, Luke Hughes for the Calder. The, the odds are getting a little better now. People are in, in love with him. Um, part of that has to do with... Just, uh, everyone loves McDavid. Or everyone loves, loves Bedard. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so some of the guys are, are drifting down in terms of the odds. So I guess it's better now to bet it now. Um, yeah, what else did I bet? I mean, I bet a pit for the Cup. I bet a bit for the East. Uh, just taking pieces of this team any way I can, even though... Um, you know, the odds aren't nearly as good as they were last year, obviously. But still, this is uh, a team I'm exceedingly high on. And, uh, yeah, I'm ready to, to, you know, go to hell once again. <laughs> yeah, it's rare to see, you know, anyone project a team like a, at 110 or higher. You, you have the Devils there, and I, I can't argue against it. They had 112 points last year. They're a young team. They're only getting older. They're only getting more experienced. They're only getting better. Full year, Timo Meyer. They're going to have Luke Hughes now. Add to Foley instead of, you know, they got rid of Tatar. Add to Foley. That's a, it's an upgrade there. I think Palat is not going to shit the bed like he did last year. He's going to be a you know decent contributor in, in their middle six. They figured out the goaltending with, with Vanacek and Schmidt. So, yeah, I think this team, point total, 105.5. I love that over. Uh, division, plus 240. I, I don't mind that. Uh, number one seed in the East, plus 350. 
President's Trophy plus 800. I, I I love this team for the regular season. Uh, I, I I will stop it there because their playoff experience. Yeah, they they got the win against against the Rangers, but it, teams rarely go in there that they're even second or third crack at it and and can run it all. Like so, I I like the Devils. I think in season they're going to be a very fun team to watch. They're going to be a fun team to bet on. They're going to be a fun team to hopefully cash in on for some of these regular season bets. Maybe you know, Luke Hughes for Calder, Jack Hughes for Hart. Maybe even you know. But I, I, I don't know if I can trust this team in the playoffs. And I, so that's why I think the cup odds of plus 1150 are a little bit a little bit too short. But, you know, eight to one for the president's trophy. Don't hate that uh, division plus 240. I, I, I like that. I, I would probably bet that myself. Yeah, right on. Uh, Jack Hughes for Hart. That's another one that I've uh, been on about for a bit. Um yeah, but of course it's it's uh, McDavid's to lose, but I think that that Hughes is a uh, is worth worth taking a shot on around eighteen to one, seventeen to one, something like that. And uh, yeah, I, I like the President's Trophy bet as well, of course. Um, yeah, but I I just think that they they they, they do have some potential to go deep. I know it, it takes some teams uh, uh some time to get seasoned in the playoffs and all that so that makes sense that you're a bit more hesitant there but i'm, I'm just trusting in the talent and and some of the leadership and experience that the team do have in palat to foley and uh dougie hamilton um even uh uh what's his name uh no never mind <laughs> uh, i mean yeah. Meyer had, had some runs there i think with the sharks early on in his career maybe oh Meyer, yeah 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 yeah, for sure. Uh, he's been in big games. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's nothing, not much else to say about the Devils. Yeah, I think I'm, part of that is just I'm, I'm being a hater, so I, I kind of hope that they fall apart in the playoffs. But they, they could very well just put it together with, with those guys, goes those guys you mentioned there. So I think that's that's definitely not not a bad look if you if you, if you want to take him for the cup. Um, all right, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has the way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. Underdog is matching 100% of first deposits up to $100. And $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will win $10,000 each. So watch along, make some picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, we got one team left here, and this is a team that hasn't been able to get it done on their first or second or third crack at it, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, what do you think about the Hurricanes this season? Well, basically the same as every season because the Hurricanes are turning into this consistent juggernaut, winning their division three times in a row now. And always excelling analytically, they finished first in course of 4%, first in expected goals 4%. Uh, but they still haven't found a way to convert that into real playoff success. It's possible that, given how much effort they put into the regular season, especially with their high-energy, high-four-checking style play, they are a little more tired and beaten up than some of the other teams by the playoffs. It's also possible that they just haven't had the kind of game-breakers required to score that clutch goal. They haven't had a lot of true goal scorers in general. Uh, how many times does this team utterly dominate course? You expect a goal share yet lose the game because they only score twice on their fucking 57 shots. We thought that uh, losing Svechnikov and Pacioretty, two guys who could put the puck in the net, would be a massive problem for them. And eventually it was against the Panthers, where, again, they couldn't find that decisive goal when it really mattered. 
So, uh, yeah, a lot of what you said about the Devils, I think, applies to this team as well um, in, in terms of their, you know, playoff success. It hasn't really clicked yet. Um, but uh, with this much talent and this, this um, I don't know, buy-in to the Rod Brindamore system, there, there's, uh, you know, this, this is probably the best team in the league. That, that's where the market has them at. Um, well, either them or the Oilers. Um, the Oilers got fucking pounded recently by the way the, the odds are uh are dropping dramatically there um so yeah yeah canes though best team in the east i think and uh, right alongside the devils anyway and but they they, they still have the same kind of problems that uh, they they just they just don't have that kind of pedigree yet that the uh you know the the bergeron bruins did or the um you know kucherov lightning headman and all that, and uh, of course, Vetchkin with the Capitals. We, we have to see, but of course, you, you get that pedigree when you win a cup. So maybe they're just they're on the team. Maybe they just they just haven't uh, um, they just haven't won it yet. So they they can't be called legends yet. And uh, you know what I'm trying to say is they they just we don't we don't know if they, they have the um, that kind of uh, pedigree in them like to 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 win. But uh, for in terms of the regular season and all that. Yeah, they, they, they've been doing it for a while. We can't doubt that now. So, yeah, it's for last season, not not a successful season because when you've, you know, when you're winning the division all these times, you got to you gotta make the finals, I think. So, I mean, you can't call it a failure of a season to, to win the division and then do this and uh, make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. But still, it, it's, uh, it's, it's in between a success and a failure, I think. So I, it depends on how you look at it. I, I think, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm very, I have a soft spot for the Hurricanes here, but I, th- I think you have to go with that. It's a failure. I mean, they, they've made the playoffs now in five straight years. Last year was, was their first time winning the second round, Last first time getting back to the conference final, and they still haven't won a conference final game since winning the Stanley Cup back in, back in 06. So, like, this is, I think Carolina gets away with being uh, in a small market, and they're away with, oh, they're, they're the scrappy underdog team. They're, they don't have a big market. They don't have all that stuff. But they're, they're constantly in the playoffs, and they're constantly not, you know, living up to expectations. Also, at the same time, they have, you know, they do have, have that low, have that small market feel. They have had their injuries. And, you know, they're also doing it the right way. Like, like their team isn't just built with these veteran guys that they can't get under from. Their team now is mostly under 29 years old, a few veteran guys in there, but they're, they're building the team the right way. Uh, so, yeah, last year, I mean, I think you have to say it's a failure for them at this point because, yeah, they, they've won the division three straight times now. You hope that at least results in a, a Stanley Cup appearance, if not a Stanley Cup championship. So, yeah, I think the Hurricanes last year did ultimately come up short, but also there were there were some positives for them to take away from it. Right. Um, the offseason, as usual, the Hurricanes made some tidy business, adding Dmitry Orlov and uh, Tonio D'Angelo to an already stacked defense. They got Michael Bunting, who fits in with their tenacious style of play, although it's still an overpay in my opinion. Um, the problem, though, is is what we were talking about before, the lack of elite goal scorers. We would have targeted a player or two who can simply score goals, whether it's it's through an elite shot or consistently getting to the front of the net. Uh, naturally, it was a weak free agent class, but there were still a few options out there. Um, Tarasenko is not the player he once was, but still scored 34 goals two seasons ago. Making the Debrinkat trade would also have been a great move, even if they have to pay a little bit too much or something for once. Uh, but you have to cons- respect the the consistency, the loyalty to their plan, their strategy, but uh, the lack 
to fulfill a true need and uh, perhaps the reason why they haven't um, made it to the finals yet it is why it's still just a, a B minus. Yeah, I think th- there were some or some definitely some some good moves made this offseason. I think I think the Orloff, you know, a short term deal only only two years, seven point seven five million. I think that's I think that's good for both sides. I think that's probably what he's he's worth. Goes down to Carolina, you know, joins a a great defensive core there, uh, like you said. Uh, I think I think Bunting definitely kind of fits their style. I don't think it's an overpay at four point five million. I think he can, you know, he's probably going to play play top line for them, maybe second line and. He's someone that uh, all I've heard him say off via you know Twitter and quotes and stuff is that you know he he hated playing playing against Carolina, and now he loves being on that side, loves being you know just attacking the puck, just you know playing that style of play. So I think Carolina, you know, bunting a, a good addition, uh, Orloff a great addition, D'Angelo I think bringing him back is great. Yeah, and it's it's kind of weird they didn't bring in you know a goal scorer. I thought maybe like a JVR type. They did have uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk. It was in Carolina for a few years. You know, there's some family connection there. Tarasenko would have been a, a great addition, I, I think. But you know, getting Svechnikov back, I don't think it's necessarily set yet. He'll be back for opening night, but he'll be back for you know by November, I would imagine. And you know, having him healthy for the playoffs is going to be the biggest thing. So I think the off season was yeah uh, probably a solid B B plus for for the Canes. Well, for the uh, projecting forward here, we get yeah, again right alongside the Devils, 110.9 points. Um, Hurricanes should yet again be fighting for top of the division, top of the league. They are the favorites for the President's Trophy in a lot of places and have the highest points total. So the market fully expects them to be one of, if not the best regular season team yet again. Uh, everything is lined up for them to have success this season with quality players up and down the lineup making them the deepest team in the league, both offensively and defensively, and have uh, stable goaltending as well. Not that they demand a lot of their goaltenders, but, uh, um, you know, you, you can't just be a sieve back there, and Freddie Anderson does a, a good enough job. Plus, you have um, Antti Ranta and Piotr Kachetkov, who uh, impressed Fred when he started before he got hurt last year. So they, they do have a uh, goaltending depth as well. Like uh, you could play any one of those guys and then he's not going to sink this team. Um, kind of like the the situation the Knights had last year uh, when, when their guys went down, the other, the other guys stepped up. Uh, but the real questions will start with the playoffs. Anything less than a Stanley Cup final appearance will be a disappoint, disappointment this year. You could even argue anything less than a cup will be a disappointment considering how much um, uh, how much success this team has had. Uh, in, in the years prior, but we'll certainly be higher on the chances to do so if they can maybe yield a little bit on their overall strategy and maybe make a deal at the deadline and, and get another goal scorer in town, you know, somebody who can, you know, break a game open and all that and and score that clutch goal that, that they've been lacking uh, in prior seasons. Um, so yeah, the, the Canes uh, once again. Of course, the the odds aren't as good as the Devils, so it, it's harder to make bets on this team. And yeah, it's uh, yeah, I think that they're they're fairly rated where they are. So I, I haven't really uh, made any bets on this team at all, actually. Um, but I am I am of course right alongside with Markham. I think they're one of the best teams. So yeah, yeah, that, that's that's all I have to say about the the Hurricanes. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think the Hurricanes are absolutely right up there with the Devils. But like you said, they have to make the Stanley Cup final, or, or it's going to be a failure. And it might possibly be, you know, winning the Stanley Cup because this this team 
it's a young team. I mean, Martin Martin Natchez should take a step forward. He was 24 last year. Aho 25. Svechnikov coming back. He's only going to be 23. Like people people forget how young he is. He probably hasn't entered his prime yet. Cox and Niemi has been a solid guy, even though they you know may have overpaid him for for the uh, offer sheet. Uh, Revenge there. Seth Jarvis was 20 last year. Like they they have all these young guys taking a step forward. They they added Orlov, so Orlov's going to be on their third pair behind behind Slavin and, and Brady Shea. Like that that's incredible depth uh, on defense. They have great depth on on forward as well. Not necessarily you know high school guys, but guys that can you know work their way up and down the lineup and get pucks in deep and grind it. And that that's what Hurricanes hockey is all about. And yeah, and and goal doesn't matter. Anderson, uh, Ranta, Kuchi, just put anyone there. They're not going to allow too many shots. Definitely not allowed too many high danger scoring chances against. So. This could be a, another very good Canes team. And looking at their other cap space, they got you know nine hundred thousand. They have a few a, a few defensemen that are going to be pending free agents. They could you know potentially trade out uh, Shea five million, Pesci four million, D'Angelo one point six. Like if they have to trade and, and clear some cap for for a sniper at the deadline. So this is a team that I'm not necessarily going to like as much in the regular season. I think, I think the devils are ultimately better than them, but you know, for the cup plus 10 50, if you can get 10 to one for the canes, I don't know how much better it's going to get in season unless they, they go on a go hit, hit some, some big rut, like them 10 50 to, to win the cup plus four fifty to win the Eastern conference. I think probably is kind of short. Cause I think if they make the Stanley cup final, they have a pretty good chance of winning it no matter who they play. So I think, I think get them to win the cup at, at 10 to one or better. And I, I like that. Yeah, the the odds were like fifteen to one at one point in the summer, so I did get a yeah. little bit of that. I lied about not not betting him <laughs> at all, but um, but I don't I don't know if Orlov's the third pairing. That's what that's what Daily pairing. Faceoff says. But behind Sla- Slavin Burns, Shea Pesci, and then Orlov D'Angelo. Yeah, that'd be nuts to pay a guy making nearly eight million on the on the third pair. But that is how deep they're. Yeah, their defense core is. So I guess I don't know. I'm, I'm I think it is going to play bigger minutes, but yeah, he'll but, probably play. He'll probably maybe that Orlov D'Angelo play pair would be like their second pair instead. Yeah, I don't know if these guys can play in the the right side. Maybe they can do some switching around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, you mentioned Svechnikov, how young he is. Yeah, he doesn't seem 23. It seems like he was. It seems like, like five years ago he was fighting Ovechkin. Uh, it seems like he's been in the league forever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, always surprising to me, but uh, hopefully he makes a full recovery from his Achilles. That's not always the easiest thing to come back from. Just ask uh, his old teammate Max Patcher already. Uh, so yeah, yeah, super high on this team, but uh, not high enough to recommend too many bets. Yeah, I, I wonder if this would even be a fit for either side if Patrick Kane would consider going down there and playing for Rod Brindamore. I, I, I'm not sure if he'd be a Rod Brindamore type of player, but like if the Canes needed someone like him and he was willing to take, you know, a million dollar deal, like in, in December, I, I, I think that could be a great fit for, for there. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that uh, in terms of the, uh, the, the style of play and then the kind of player that they would need. And yeah, they'd love to have him, but I'm not sure if, um, he would want to go to Carolina. I mean, if he just wants to win, pure and simple, then yeah. But I have a feeling he, uh, I don't know. If he's only there for like the, the, I don't know, one-year deal or whatever, then okay, he just tries to win a cup there. But mm-hmm. yeah, I could see him, you know, if he wants to sign for like three or four years somewhere, then I, I don't think it's going to be in Raleigh. I, I, I still think he's probably going to Buffalo. 
Maybe mm. that and that might just be a one year deal, like to see what he's got. But maybe a two year deal. Well, Toronto's sure he's going to Toronto. So. Oh no, he, oh, that, lo, lo, yeah, <laughs> lo, lo, lock it down. He's going to Toronto. He's going to play with Austin Matthews on, on, the, on the top line. Yeah, yeah, American yeah. Dream Team. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got any any award bets for for this team? I guess there's no real there's no real heart or heart trophy. I mean, it's not going to Ajo's not going to win. I don't think they really have any one that's rookie eligible. There you can't really pinpoint a goalie for for the Vesna with this team either. Yeah, I mean Freddie Anderson has a, a you know a very vague uh, path to to getting the Vesna. Just you know if the Hurricanes are, are utterly dominant, it's, it's the Allmark path, right? And Freddie Anderson has much better numbers, then that's that's his path to victory. But uh, I don't know what he's up forty to one, fifty to one. It's just it's it's not appetizing to me. Yeah, I'm I'm saying forty to one on 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 this one book here. That's yeah, that that that's not good. I'd rather just you know bet, bet the Canes long term to win the cup. Yeah, fifteen to one to win the cup would have been an insane prize. So I'm, I'm happy you got you got in, in on that one. Yeah, just 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 a taste, you know, nothing too heavy. But yeah, glad to have it in pocket, I guess. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else here on these uh, two teams at the top of the Metro or anyone else in this division? Um, not really. I mean, uh. Yeah, the uh, it's it's obviously a super strong division, not as strong as it used to be though, with the Penguins and and Capitals kind of dying off. Although we'll see, the, the Penguins could still be a very good team with, with, if Carlson is like the last year's Carlson just fits right in there, and and Crosby and Malkin don't age at all, uh, and they they get a lot better goaltending. Like Jari, he, he fucking sucked last year, but if he could be more like he was a couple years ago, then yeah, Penguins could still be an elite team too. So yeah, super strong division. We'll we'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, go Blue Jackets and, and go Devils <laughs> and I fuck mean, the Capitals. Yeah, I mean, I, I was trying to put together, there's one book where you can, like, parlay teams to make the playoffs, and I was trying to put, like, a, a parlay of, like, the like the Devils, the Canes, um, the Rangers, and, like, you can put some Western teams with it. So I was trying to put, like, a four or five team parlay together and try to get some some good odds there. Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll throw some teams at you for for if we do another another show before the season for some best bets or, or fun bets or stuff like that. I know what you're doing. You're already hedging your ninety to one uh <laughs> I, I, the playoffs I, last year. I, that wasn't my intention, but I did realize that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's gonna come down to the Islanders or some shitty West team though. I think that's that, that, well, that, thankfully books have make the playoffs up like all season long yeah, so you, yeah. it's very easy to hedge that out later on definitely uh i'm seeing now um verbeek said leo carlson will play all year in the nhl for, for the anaheim ducks this season which is uh you know might not be the best thing for his development you know we'll, we'll see how the ducks are this year but i i love seeing it. i love seeing these top picks you know playing in the nhl just look just throw them right in the fire especially on a team like the ducks that you know more more likely than not wants to tank this year. So, you know, lo- lo- give these kids, you know, throw them, throw them in the pool, see if they can swim. I saw that uh, a little while ago that he's likely going to play. Um, so I grabbed the uh, 40 to one for the Calders. Like he's the second overall pick. Uh, he shouldn't be 40 to one. I know he's down to, I don't know, 25 to one, 30 to one, maybe still around. Um, but yeah, I recommend 30 to one or better for Leo Carlson because he's going to be playing some, some good minutes and, uh, He's played among men already in the SHL, so yeah. he's, he's familiar with um, you know the 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 size of uh, the man's game. So yeah, Leo Carlson, I think that's a that's a good bet if you can find a good number. 
Yeah, and I'm also seeing uh, the Blue Jackets released Aaron Dell from his uh, PTO. So I, I could see maybe maybe Aaron Dell going down to Tampa. I think Tampa has to has to get somebody. You can't just go with Johansson and whoever whoever the backup is down there. I mean, Dell hasn't been a starter since before before the pandemic, but he, he's <laughs> a, at least a veteran. He can't be worse than Johansson. See that? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 although I don't, if, I don't if think he so. was released by the Blue Jackets and they have Merzlikens and Tarasov, that's not a good sign either. Well, there, there's no line to play in time there. It's either I go, either going to be Merz Leakins or they're going to give give, the, give them that to, to the kid. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's still not um, confidence building to be uh, released by a team with the worst goaltending in the league last year. No, I, I guess not. Um. All right. Make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast. We're going to continue to pump out these uh, preseason episodes. We have a season starting on Tuesday too, so keep an eye out for our uh, our first uh, game game slate breakdown next Monday. It's going to be uh, going to be some fun there. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Make sure you get in the Discord Discord. Make sure you leave us a five star rating and review on Apple or Spotify, and turn on those auto downloads. Uh, you got anything else here before you want to close it out? No, I am. I'm good. Go Bears. All right. Uh, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Myron. You'll find me uh, remembering that it's not a good idea to fight Alexander Ovechkin when you're uh, a rookie in the NHL. <laughs> Definitely not. See ya.